I'll start then. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 108 of On the Flank. I'm one of your hosts, John George, alongside Joe Kirkpatrick. Say hello, Joe. Hey, everybody. And Joe, you're sounding much crisper today. Uh, he's got he's got a nice little new he- headset, um, so you get some HD Joe voice from now on. Very exciting. Yeah, yeah. Courtesy of Tesla and Steel Series. Hashtag not sponsored. Hashtag <laughs> I want a Twitter giveaway. So. <laughs> yeah <laughs> great hashtags fantastic hashtags um but yeah this is, this is gonna be like a short little show uh we we just figured might as well just keep our updates coming obviously they're piling up and some of this news is old at this point but um yeah it, it will it'll be a shorter one for sure but the off season rolls on it continues we we continue to get signings and this show i think um is almost completely signings uh we got an experimental patch that came out five days ago as well um but yeah joe let's let's jump into the signings first um first one is shanghai first one shanghai dragons who signed um molly who um of course former chengdu hunters i believe yes um uh yeah that sounds right so yeah molly has joined shanghai dragons um, he was, if you don't know who Maui was or is, he's a support player. He was a support player for the Chengdu Hunters, um, mainly flex support. And now the Shanghai Dragons have them on their team. Don't know how much playing time he'll get, but they got him. And that he's now their only yeah. Chinese player on their roster. So <laughs> I, I was noticing that too. That sounds uh, <laughs> not exactly what you'd expect, but uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, they used to, I mean, of course, because they, they started out with, like, all Chinese players. So, of course, they used to have Chinese players. Um, but, yeah, Dia was, um, like, the last the, the last remaining Chinese player on their team, basically, in 2020. Um, and is no longer on their team, of course, uh, since October. And now they have Adamali. So, uh, of course, he's joining Lee Jae-gong and Iziaki. That's why I say I'm not sure how much playing time he's going to get because those two very good support players. Uh, so I don't I don't know yeah. how much time he'll get over those two. Um, but he was pretty good for Chang or Chengdu. I mean, so uh, we got some Houston signings, um, and they're all very interesting signings for sure. Uh, the first one's Happy, uh, former former Guangzhou Spark. Hit scan player, of course, super super hyped up player coming into um, year two, I believe, was the year he was his first year uh, as who was supposed to be one of the best widow players in the league. I'd say he didn't ever reach those expectations, but um, he was still pretty good. They also added Piggy, um, who was not an Overwatch League ever. He was on Talon Esports. Uh, he's an off tank player. Um, and it is now joining um, Mecca, I guess. Mecca's their off-tank player right now. They've got Jangu, which is funny because it's pretty close to Janu because he's got the double J thing going as well. Lots of double J things. Jonak, Janu, now Jangu, um, who was also on Talon Esports, but he's a main tank. So he was the main tank partner to Piggy. And then... Um, LA Valiant dropped KSF, and this is where KSF is now, Houston. So, uh, KSF is on LA Valiant, I think, since the beginning of the league. Yeah, since the inaugural season. So, 
we'll see him in we'll see him back in green i guess because the la valiant used to be green <laughs> um so yeah what do you think of these four signings i i know i think there was like one other rumored signing that didn't end up happening so i think people were a little disappointed by that but well, just give me your thoughts on these four signings right here joe huh well first of all i'm i'm recovering from your statement about KSF being on LA Valiant since season one I had completely I, yeah. I wouldn't have guessed that but it, he totally was mm-hmm. um, um, but yeah it, it's uh, Houston's been I mean obviously sort of an interesting team um, uh, not quite not quite as significantly so as um, the Dallas Fuel have been this offseason but um, just yeah trying to see um, exactly where they're headed and obviously um, uh, several uh, particularly Rappel Jackson, I guess, um, sort of went as a duo over to Dallas and all that kind of stuff. But um, um, but yeah, I think this is a uh, definitely a really workable, um, you know, four man now um, DPS role here between Dante and Hydration. They um, have been working with for a while, but then adding in Happy for the uh, you know for the sort of the hit scan focus, um, uh, adding in KSF. You know, if nothing else. Um, um, it leaves leaves hydration um, in in my head to be a lot more of a or to take a lot more of a flexible role like we've seen him do in the past. Um, I, you know, do I do I think he starts playing tank um, super regularly? Probably not. Um, but uh, uh, it is definitely interesting to see. Um, and obviously, Boink, Boink and Crimson still hanging out there. Um, uh, Mecco obviously still technically on the roster. Uh, I think the the general consensus is that and I haven't actually checked the uh, roster status page uh, to confirm but I think he's expected to be dropped um, from Houston if I understand that right uh, but they may have just not announced that um, officially so, so yeah it's uh, you know <laughs> I have to see him somewhere else hopefully but um, but yeah Piggy and Jangu um, that, that'll, that'll be interesting you know brand brand new fresh tank line for Houston um, uh, when you know tanks have been uh, one of their interesting things in the past, is probably fair to say. <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah, it's it's, it's it's interesting signings for sure. Yeah, I'm excited to see uh, if this can fully improve the team. I I agree. I don't think it's as exciting as someone rebuilding like Dallas or something like that. Uh, but I, I think there's some quality players here that could um, get Houston some more wins this year, possibly. I'm not getting too overhyped about them quite yet, though. Um, Chengdu Hunters finalized their roster. They made their two final signings. Um, this was a, about a week and a half ago at this point. Um, and we got some players with numbers in, in their names, which we don't see too often anymore. They're obviously probably going to have to remove those. But uh, Farway1987 is one of them. Um and the other one is, I don't know how to pronounce it with the number, with the nine in the middle of it, but um, G-A-9-A. Um, yeah, I think I think it's supposed to be Gaga. Gaga. Makes sense. I, I think, yeah. Could be. Um, we'll <laughs> see when he changes the nine to something else. Um, but it would make sense if, he's, if it's Gaga. Um, but he is, uh, he's the flex support and... Um, or no, Faraway is the flex support. I'm looking at Faraway. Uh, Gaga is a tank. So 
They've added these two uh, from Team CC, who is the Shanghai Dragons contenders team, if you didn't know. Uh, so, which their contenders team has three DPS players and a support player right now. So they're, they're getting their players picked from the Overwatch League um, pretty often here. Uh, Hangzhou Spark also signed one um, back in November, back almost a month ago now. So... Yep, they've Chengdu Hunters adding some new players here. Uh, but yeah, it's 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 exciting. Uh, obviously, getting that support too. I I guess in Molly's leave and Molly's absence. So I don't know anything yeah. about either of these people, but final roster right here. Yeah, I don't either specifically. Um, it's uh, I thought it was interesting. So continuing the tradition of um, you know as much as it is a tradition. Uh, of lots of these off-season teams going for um, uh, you, you know contenders talents and and non uh, non Overwatch League free agents um, uh, when building their teams rather than pulling on the free agent market, which uh, there aren't you know it's not a gigantic um, the, uh, all free agent market right now, but uh, uh, that's definitely you know a trend we're noticing in the league for sure. Um, and yeah, on the one hand, it's good. Uh, I've seen you know um, discussions floating around the internet. You know, it, it does probably mean that um, you know teams probably can spend less money that way, um, potentially. Um, uh, but yeah, it's it's a it's a solid looking um, Chengdu roster as far as that goes. Um, obviously, still uh, one more spot uh, if they wanted to fill it later. Um, but yeah. Yeah, I, for Chengdu, I think it's interesting, interesting case. I think, I don't know, the team has a lot more hype around it than what how their performances or results have been. I guess their results. Um, they, they've for how hyped this team is and how much people love Among, you, you take a look at the standings every year and you're like, oh, they're not getting any wins. <laughs> um, obviously, they had to face very tough teams every week. Last year, when they had to be in an Asia conference that had an insane team, so. Um, but it, it's. I, I think it's good that they're keeping their core, and they've added five whole new players. I think that's good enough for me. I, I think a lot of people might be like, "Oh, you should rebuild," but it's these Asian teams really are different from the North American teams in that they're they're not rebuilding. They're they're definitely. We we just don't see any of them rebuild ever. They. They'll, they'll get rid of some players and they'll add a lot more, but they, they like keeping their core. They don't care about the results. They they, they want to add some new players to just make it a little bit better. They don't want to have to rebuild it all, it seems. So, which I don't blame them. Rebuilding it all is scary. And, and we even see with, like, the London Spitfire this year, they're straight up like, yeah, we're rebuilding, which means don't expect us to make playoffs. But don't expect us to win it all. Like, it's, it's crazy um, how much of an investment rebuilding is every year, so... Don't blame them at all. Despite the results, I think Chengdu can still get better and better each year. They've gotten some very huge wins, and yeah, hopefully these players help out. If you did, if you haven't been listening to the show or haven't been paying attention, the five players they signed are Jimmy, Kaneki, Nisha, Gaga. Now far away, far away, um, and they've kept Leave, Jinmu, Among, Elsa, and Yveto and Late Young are on two ways, but they still have them. So yeah, they've got a nice thick roster here of 11 players so which you don't see too often 
Um, okay, next on to another Asian team, the Seoul Dynasty, and um, this one is a departure, and it is Toby. Toby is leaving Seoul Dynasty, which, uh, you know, that's pretty sad. Um, Toby, of course, here from the beginning with Seoul Dynasty as their support was pretty much getting playing time all the way through. So, yeah, um, very sad to see Toby go. But we've got some beautiful signings joining um, Seoul Dynasty, of course. People were very sad to see these two leave New York. Well, now they're here on the Seoul Dynasty. Save will be an Animo. So already replacing Toby with Animo. So that's great. Um, and Save will be, of course, veteran, uh, fan favorite. Uh, he'll end up joining uh, the boys over in Seoul, of course. The runners up from last year. Um, what do you What do you think about these signings? How How much do you think Sabiel B will be put in uh, alongside Profit or Fitz? Um, what do you think of these two joining Seoul? Yeah, it's um, it's definitely an interesting, you know, week or however long it's been um, <laughs> for Seoul here in the past um, in the past while. Because yeah, that um, the loss of um, uh, Toby in particular, but you, comp you compound that with Slime, you compound that with Bidoshin, you know, they had to do um, uh, <laughs> definitely looking out for, you know, good uh, uh, good support um, roster slot to fill. I think Animo can definitely serve that. Um, he, he's definitely not um, not the flashiest New York Excelsior support. Um, uh, is, is definitely fair to say, but he's a really solid um, really solid player in that role. Um, um, with with creative there alongside him, I I'd, um, like to think that they're probably looking for uh, potentially some kind of third support um, um, to, to to come up with to supplement that. But um, you, you know, we'll see how that goes in the future. Uh, the save you'll be signing, as I uh, as I recall, when it happens, um, you know, people were talking about that. Um, uh, it, it seemed like Soul was pretty desperate, uh, or not not desperate, but um, eager to, uh, to to try to find somebody with um, good uh, good experience um, good sort of level-headed leadership type um, uh, you know, to bring into sort of um, a anchor anchor the team and which is I guess a little bit surprising because uh, when you've got people like profit and Jester in there too but um, but yeah coming in we, we know how we know how good this guy is um, um, Profit and SPB. I mean, that's a that's a World Cup team, right? Um, <laughs> and, and Gesture and Automo and yeah. uh, it is a really really nice looking team. I know, um, um, you know, with with how well they did at the end of um, you know of season three, um, uh, definitely coming into to next year, um, looking to prove that that wasn't a fluke. Yeah, I was gonna say, like, as a fan of Overwatch League since the inaugural season, like. This is kind of like a dream roster. <laughs> like if I told myself from the inaugural season that they would all be playing together one day, I'd, I'd freak out probably uh, because this is, <laughs> yeah, this is really cool. Um, obviously, some of them have declined a little. I think Saberly's have declined since the inaugural season a little bit at least, but it's still great to see them all out there. I'm excited um, to see who else soul signs because, yeah, they lost a bunch of supports this offseason, obviously, so... I think at least one more support to come in, I would say. Um, Joe, how do they keep doing it? 
how do these San Francisco Shockers keep doing it? They keep signing insane DPS that should be on other on other teams. I'll be honest with you, Joe. These these players, um, they're going to help San Francisco Shock, but they could be stars in other places. Instead, um, the San Francisco Shock have signed Nero and Glister, who I believe will definitely help this season, but they'll be on the bench a good amount of the time too. Um, it's interesting how much these players like FD God they've signed this offseason, now Nero and Glister, they clearly want that ch- they want a championship. Um, I don't think they cl- care about being a star on their team or playing time as much as being on the San Francisco Shock. It's just held up so high now. They've won back-to-back. Um, they also re-signed Super, by the way, in a cruel way, as they always do. Um, to the point where you think they say like "thank you, Super" on Twitter, and you're like, "Oh, great, they're dropping Super." I think even Bren got tricked by it or something. I can't remember. Um, Bren got tricked by something, and he tricked me. I, I can't remember if it was the Super one or something else, but. Um, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> uh, but yeah, at this point, the Shock. I mean, you just look at, you look at the the players that all the DPS that the Shock have had. They've had like Rascal, Architect, Sinatra. Baby Bay, Dante, um, like this is just like an insane, like all those DPS are just top tier DPS. And now on their team, they still have Striker, Ons, Tayo, Nero, and now Glister and Nero. Insane. Um, and also I feel insanely bad for other teams who I'm <laughs> sure we're trying to sign these two players. And I, I, I think like, even uh, Andy Miller, who um, helps out, I, I believe he owns the Shock, said, like, we're not offering these players more than other teams. He came out and said it. Like, we are offering less than other teams for these players. They just want to be here. Uh, so I, I feel bad for other teams that, like, legit need Nero and Glister and are offering a lot of money for them, but it's not happening for them. Um, Joe, it's. I mean, you were getting, we were getting worried there for a little bit with like Rascal and Moth, and Architect, or Architect left uh, with Rascal and Moth going, but it, they just reloaded. Joe, they said, no, nope, we're we're just we're gonna improve even more. Remember how we won the championship last year? Nope. Um, how teams? How scared should teams be at this point, Joe? I mean, this roster is just insane. Yeah, I mean, and it, and it never was. It never was not going to be, as far as that yeah. goes. Um, I, I don't know. Uh, I don't know that any of us are surprised necessarily. Um, it is interesting. Um, I mean, just thinking about um, think about the in terms of like the perspective of a player, right? If you're if you're Nero, if you're Glister, um, uh, you coming in and looking for a team. I mean. Do you, yeah, do you, you you know do you go with the shock um, to, who is I think um, potentially less than last season question mark but also I haven't thought about it very I haven't thought about it very much um, but basically one one of the one of the best teams in the league in terms of like the most likely to get you like you said to get you a championship in season four um, uh, you, you, you know do you go there knowing that um, you're gonna sit and, and and not play, um, not play all the time. I, I'm sure, um, you know, Krusty's generally good about, um, 
you get coming up with opportunities for players, but you know, do you do that, or um, you know, do you, do you go to another team potentially with more money? Um, um, you, you know, that also is um, you know statistically might find less success, and it's it's a really interesting question. I don't even know what I would do um, <laughs> if if I were a player in that situation. Um, uh, I don't know, but it, I mean, it's you know, it's it's a strategy, and that's it's something that clearly happened here. Um, but yeah, as far as Glister and Nero, I don't. I mean, particularly Glister, I think I don't know when. Well, uh, <laughs> I don't know. Sure. It's just just comparing it to like Striker or Odds, yeah. I mean, uh, similar hero pools, and like I guess he's got an advantage because like he plays both like the long range hit scan and the tracer sometimes. But I mean, that was also for London, and <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't even know. But I um, yeah, I, I agree. Nicholas is yeah, just the worst version of those two. So, yeah, it's interesting decisions by, I mean, by the players and the and the management, and uh, I, I trust the shock management to know what they're doing. Um, um, anyway, but it's just it's just it's a very interesting look. Yeah, I mean, not to insult Glister, like I still think Glister's really good. Uh, oh, absolutely, we're just comparing him to Striker and Ons. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, but I definitely see more of a role for Nero, who is, who's like a specialist. He's very flexible, so I, I definitely could see uh, him being used very, very often. To be honest, uh, but yeah, that's it for the shock. Uh, this roster is insane again, and they keep making it more and more insane. Uh, next is the Vancouver Titans, um, who have made some signings here. We haven't heard anything from them in a while, so. Um. Yeah, uh, they have signed Linkser from the Houston Outlaws. Of course, everyone should know him by now. They have signed FRD and Fire, both from the Atlanta Reign. Um. Yeah. So they've they've picked up some former Overwatch League talent, which you know we haven't seen the Vancouver Titans do before. They they've of course picked up an entire contender team and Runaway, and then had to do the same once Runaway once the, their Runaway players left. Um. So. They're, they're rebuilding this year. We're getting some a classic name in Linkster and maybe two players in FRD and Fire who I don't think have necessarily gone to fully prove themselves quite yet. So I'm excited to see what they can do on this roster. If you didn't know, uh, Titans still have Shredlock, Rolf, and Dalton to join them right now. So lots more signings to come, I, w I would imagine. I mean, technically, they, they've got a starting lineup here, but I would suggest they pick up more people. Um, I'm not super. I'm, I'll be honest. I'm not super impressed by these signings. I'm, I'm kind of meh on them. I think Linkser has definitely proven that he continues to to make an impact. Um, is it as big of an impact as he had in season one? I don't think so. Um, but I, I still think he's super skilled. As far as FRD and Fire go, um, I don't know if we ever really got to see fire play that much it, it was last year's his first year with the with the rain um and i don't remember seeing him too much to be honest so uh i know everyone is super big fans of fire um and they're they're impressed with the stuff so i'm excited to see him maybe probably in a starting role this time around yeah um yeah any thoughts on these um yeah i would i would assume that that's um probably where he's headed um particularly having been picked up like this at all um 
Um, but yeah, I think um, you know generally, if you're the Vancouver Titans, um, you're looking for um, and stability is not not the right word, but um, somebody like Linkser, uh, for example, he's just got um, a lot that your uh, that your previous roster just didn't in terms of. Um, and, and again, stability is the word that comes to mind, though I don't know it's 100% accurate. Um, and and consistency, maybe. Um, um, yeah, to, to try to uh, then take the pieces of your, your past roster, press Shredlock and Rolf and Dalton, uh, and, and try to do something with it that way. Um, yeah, I definitely anticipate they'll, they'll add more players. In fact, I think they have to um, <laughs> to get up to like eight minimum or seven. Um here before too long um but yeah i mean as 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 harsh as it is i mean um it, it, in lots of ways um well I, I don't know i was gonna say in lots of ways these could be upgrades just by virtue of being additions to the team <laughs> um they're better than um, nothing is what you're saying yeah <laughs> which is which is it's kind of harsh i mean uh, you know the loss of shockwave definitely vancouver felt that um uh, as he went over to Fusion, but um, but yeah, it, it's it's something. It's a start uh, for Vancouver. It's just a matter of seeing, um, you know, how how far they're going to take it, um, how 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 they're going to how much they're going to sort of jump into the market versus um, um, not, I guess. <laughs> yeah, um, we'll, we'll see what happens with Vancouver here. Obviously, a lot of people disappointed. Since they were uh, went from the second best team to one of the worst, so I, I think people would like them to go back in the other direction here. Um, speaking of teams that also need to go back in the other direction, the Boston Uprising um, <laughs> have signed Stand One as a main tank. Um, so this, yeah, uh, if you don't know who Stand One is, he was on the Shanghai Dragons last year, so. Um, another good signing by Boston Uprising. They've they've had a nice little rebuild so far this off season. They've they kept Color Hex Fusion and Myeonbong and Punk, who I think a lot of people agree are four great players to keep. They added I'm thirty seven a couple or a month ago now, um, and now Stan One is joining them, um, which is interesting. We'll we'll see what happens to fusions and stuff like that. But so far, I, I'm liking these signings by the Boston Uprising. Of course, I work for them, so it might be a little bit biased, but. If you want to talk about your thoughts, Joe, you can. Yeah, I mean, uh, it looks good as far as as far as that goes. Um, the, the, I think I would, um, you know, generally as a as a roster decision, prefer uh, prefer to see Stand One uh, potentially starting over Fusions. But I mean, at the same time, uh, you know, Fusions, uh, Color Hex as well are you know both players that are really um, you know really solid, but they just haven't been able to uh, perform like publicly. Um, um, to, to the to the way that they're capable of, I think, um, um, seems to me it seems to be an accurate statement there. Um, so, you know, so we'll see what's um, uh, what's the coach's name? Uh, new coach Lori, yeah, yeah, Lori. Um, is able to able able to do with those guys, but um, uh, but yeah, nice additions. Um, we we were um, <laughs> talked a little bit before the show. They've got some. Uh, there's a rumored signings coming out too that we'll we'll wait to talk about until um, until or unless they uh, actually make some announcements. But um, uh, but yeah, it's something we're um, and we know they're definitely not done because <laughs> only one support player currently, unless uh, 
I guess I don't know who it even would be who would swap over to support. But uh, <laughs> yeah, no clue. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's that's the thing. Oh, and I guess other Boston news, which isn't on our thing. Um, uh, Halo, who was who played for season three um, on the Boston Uprising, um, just announced this week he's um, going to start at Maryville University and play Overwatch for them. So that's cool. Yeah, that's cool. That's great. Um, get some education. Yeah. But yeah, um, I highly recommend, by the way, checking out Lori um, draws Pokemon, uh, and we post them on our Boston Uprising socials. Highly recommend looking at those because they're amazing. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, more signings. I think this is our last signing on the rundown. Yeah, yeah. Gladiators have signed Skewed to join Shoe and Moth as uh, at the support position. Uh, Skewed is a was a Korean Contenders player um, for OZ Gaming, which I actually had never heard of. So, yeah, and I, I thought I had heard of every uh, Contenders Korea team, but no, I have not heard of OZ Gaming. But yeah, he plays flex support. Um, we'll see. I mean, if he's good enough to play instead of Shu, that'd be pretty nuts. But yeah, <laughs> Moth, he joins Moth and Shu. Gladiators make another little signing here maybe maybe another tank coming soon or something like that but um i I don't know too much about skewed but we'll see we'll see i'm liking this gladiators roster though for sure Um, yeah i mean that's um (laughs) i'll echo all of that that makes awesome great um (laughs) okay we got we had a ptr patch uh with mainly stability updates so i don't know if you want to get into that at all joe but there was an experimental patch five days ago oh yes we did have a, a ptr patch on the uh 30th of november and i will uh, read the patch notes to you in their entirety <laughs> stability updates <laughs> uh we also had an experimental patch on the 3rd of december uh <laughs> that came out with some changes uh, to a couple tanks as well as Baptiste. Uh, again, they're still using 222 rules. Um, that's uh, pretty standard nowadays. Uh, but the experimental patch um, is as follows We have changes to Baptiste where his mortality field health uh, decreased from 200 to 150. Um, so a, a, little, a little reduction of durability there um, to make it a little bit. Um, uh, hang around for a little bit less time potentially and you got to be more careful with um, placements and that kind of thing uh, and his ultimate amplification matrix the cost was increased by 15% uh, the comment there was uh, sort of to accommodate for the uh, for how big his window is now the, the 1080p window I've heard it called <laughs> uh, so now <laughs> it Wide takes screen. a little, little bit more ultimate charge to actually build up to it at this point um, Diva uh, got another change experimentally, at least, um, uh, where she still has 600 hit points, uh, but the armored health ratio, it used to be that she had uh, 400 health, um, just the white bars, and 200 armor. Um, now on this experimental card, she has 300 and 300 of each, uh, which is relatively significant. Um, it points out it helps her withstand more damage from shotguns, beams, and weapons with a high rate of fire. Because uh, obviously that's how um, the armor, armor works. works. Yeah. But uh, uh, yeah, an interesting, interesting change there for Diva. Um, uh, and I, th- I believe that's how it was 
or has been in the past. Um, this is like a Goats era diva type thing. Um, that that was one of the nerfs that um, um, that they did to take her out of that was to give her a little bit less armor. Um, uh, so you, you know, in interesting buff there um, uh, to Diva, but I mean, even more so uh, with the buffs to Reinhardt, which I'm sure you've heard about if you were on the internet in the past uh, five or six days. Uh, but he did get a uh, pretty pretty couple a couple pretty nice changes where his base armor increased from 200 to 250. Uh, so this does mean he has, um, um, I'm 90% sure, this does mean he has um, an additional 50 hit points, uh, so he still has the same amount of health that he used to, um, uh, but increase in armor. Uh, and his rocket hammer damage increased from 75 per swing to 85 per swing, um, excuse me, which is obviously enough to do, um, you know, to deal with some damage breakpoints and that kind of thing. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, off the top of my head, I can't think of uh, specific examples, but I believe like three swings now does, or th three swing three swings with any kind of damage boost now does more than two hundred and fifty damage. So like you can kill anything in three swings, anything that's not a tank in three th in three damage boosted swings now. Um, uh, with that kind of buff, for example. But um. Yeah, apparently it's it's super nice to play. <laughs> yeah, is is the impression. Yeah, bring Ryan back to the meta. I like it. I like it. Um, <laughs> Ryan mains want their time back in the limelight for sure. Uh, but yeah, I just three little changes there, but continue to be good changes every time, in my opinion. So yeah, um, that's our show <laughs> it's uh much shorter obviously these days but that that's how the off season goes especially with how long the off season is this year it really seems like teams are starting to take their time on these signings this time around last year it felt like we were getting them all relatively quickly um but th these ones are super spread out that's why me and joe have usually been doing an episode every two weeks or so so be on the lookout for that obviously christmas and the holidays are coming up so um, we'll, we'll see how, how much time me and Joe have to do more episodes, but I would imagine one more by the end of December, at least, hopefully. So, Absolutely. And then after that is uh, Second Christmas, a.k.a. Uh, BlizzCon Line, a.k.a. hopefully Overwatch 2. <laughs> please. Please, Jeff. <laughs> Bring me Overwatch 2 in my stocking this year, Jeff. Um. <laughs> the stocking that you're going to keep up until February. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Um, I hadn't thought about it, but if like I wonder if they just announced like the beta at BlizzCon line and then they play they play um this year on a beta. That'd be interesting. Um, oh, the like the public doesn't have access to it, but they play yeah. Overwatch 2 on it. Yeah, well it would be it public some public would have access to it is what I would imagine. Much like the original Overwatch beta in which yeah, it's you had to get a code or sign up and stuff. I can't remember exactly how it was done. Um, but th that would be interesting. I, I hadn't thought about that before. Spontaneous thoughts while doing a podcast. <laughs> I mean, that's uh, the way to do it, right? Yeah. That's, that's, that's your content. <laughs> yep, just just make it up as you go. <laughs> um, but yeah, if you if you got nothing else to say, Joe, any spontaneous thoughts yourself? <laughs> Um, um, yeah, I don't think so. Um, I guess we can end the episode. Um, <laughs> yeah, Thanksgiving is over. 
I yeah. don't know. That's, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's been, it's it's been a, like a week and a half since that, but it's still on my mind too, Joe, you know? Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I took my last final today. Oh. So that's exciting. Congrats. Yeah, uh, that's so a great feeling. That's one more semester down. Let's go. Um, God, college. It's been such a long time. <laughs> I can't yeah. believe it. It feels like it's been a lifetime, but um, yeah. Uh, nice little episode. Um, thank you all Absolutely. for listening. Uh, if you want to follow our Twitters, you can follow mine. It's at JWGeorgeIV. Joe's is at Kirkpatrick underscore Inc. INC. And uh, we have a show Twitter at On the Flank Show. You're listening to this in one way. If you want to listen to it in a different way, you can go to uh, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Google Play. Thank you guys for listening and continue to enjoy the off season. <laughs>